Hi, I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So good. Listen. How often do you get to preach with streamers on the stage? Not very often. Uh, Actually, I'm not going to um, be preaching uh, as such this morning. I'm going to share a few things, but we're just going to we're going to have several people kind of share moments of breakthrough, and uh, and we're going to pray for everyone. Like we said, we just feel like there's a corporate shift happening in the spirit, and we want we want we want our breakthrough to become your breakthrough. And vice versa, your breakthrough becomes our breakthrough. Listen, we, we share together as one body in Jesus Christ. And so, uh, you know, our, we encourage each other and uh, we share breakthroughs together. Faith becomes more faith and breakthrough releases more breakthrough. So that's what, that's what we're going to do this morning. But we also have um, several things really to, to go over. Uh, I'm going to try to make them quick. I mean, it's a quarter after already, so just pray. Just extend your hands towards me and say, Jesus, Jesus. help him. He needs a miracle. (laughs) Amen. Good thing we we serve the God of miracles, so so we're good. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we are so thankful uh, that breakthrough um, came from within our body, and... um, came from within our body and uh, going, going towards the building, and uh, thank you, Jesus. And that, I'm going to give more, more detail on it in a moment. We got some, some slides, but um, with our pledges that are still outstanding, you know, we started our momentum campaign, so there's people gave pledges, and that goes through um, May, um, May of next year. But with our pledges, that amount fully pays off the building loan. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. I, I truly believe there's a shift happening. And the, the breakthrough, we feel it as a team. We've been praying into it. And in fact, a little bit later, I have a, I have a short video of our team, our staff team time praying, our prayer time, just people on their face, just going after it, praying for you, praying for our body, uh, for greater breakthroughs. And um, so we believe that it is a corporate season of breakthrough. And we believe even what the enemy has delayed, that the season is now. And what the enemy has stolen, that the Lord is restoring tenfold, like the season of breakthrough is now. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, we're going to go after some things. But just a quick, quick backdrop, you know, of why, why this testimony is, is such, a, such a big deal for us and you know, some people have been journeying with us for a long time, and some of you may be in the room, uh, you're quite a bit newer uh, into our environment, which is great. We welcome you. We love having you here. Um, but, you know, we've been in this building right on, right on two years. In fact, this month is, is two years we've been in this building, and, um, you know, this is our sixth location meeting as a church um, in the, uh, you know, five years that we've been a church. This is... Uh, our sixth location. So uh, we've been doing what church plans do and jumping around and, and, uh, and God's been in it every step of the way. It's been beautiful. We were renting a facility from another church uh, before this and we were having services. We were only able to have service on Saturday because obviously that church was uh, using it on Sunday and it was a great, beautiful season. It really was. Um, but, you know, as we were expanding, you know, we had limited capacity for, um, and, and they worked with us. They made space for, you know, children's, um, you know, uh, 
like youth, youth group for worship practices, you know, our classes, but it was just enough. And as we were growing, like we couldn't find enough, enough space to grow and implement more things that we wanted to do. We weren't able to meet on Sunday. And then, and then you know, so we are already, and that church, as they were expanding their needs, our capacity was getting less and less. So we're like, okay, we felt like that we, from the wisdom of God, we felt like we needed to do something um, before it was just a, hey, we need to have you out of the building in you know, three months. It's not easy to move you know, a group of 500, uh, you know, services size 500, but um, you know, 700 people. It's not easy to move a large group of people. And uh, you know, we had scoured the landscape for places to meet and gather. I mean, this was in, this was, um, you know, 2019, uh, 2020. This was the boom before COVID, pre-COVID. It was the boom of Austin. And there was every junior high and high school had a waiting list of, um, of you know, churches waiting to get in. I mean, it was, it was a wild season. We spent two and a half years of scouring the landscape looking for a place that we can meet. There was one high school that became available. Um, a church was was moving out uh, of that high school, and it was like $52,000 a month just to have it on Sunday. And you had to set up and tear down, you had to set up children's ministry, all that thing, and, and uh, there was no, there was like the, you know, it was auditorium, so the seats came to like right here, there was no space for ministry, you know, and uh, touring the place that, you know, the facilities guys, he's like, Bethel, I heard of Bethel. He's like, you guys aren't going to stand on chairs and do tongues and stuff like that, are you? And uh, <laughs> we're like, well, you never know. So, and, uh, <laughs> half joking, half joking. That really happened. But um, so <clears throat> we, we, it was, it was a, it was a challenge to say the least. This place came available and, uh, and we prayed and prayed as a team on our faces and had the most incredible prophetic release of like God sending us, closing the door on one season, opening a new. And so we are led by the spirit, as I mentioned at the beginning during worship, you know, led by the spirit. But in the natural, so we, we step out of that new space and God's speaking to us about, you know, this area of town even. And, it, and we felt like God's saying, I'm not sending you specifically for what's there now, but what's gonna be there in five years. Because so much growth is exploding out this way. Um, but, you know, it's like God putting his chess pieces where he wants them on the board in advance. And, and, and uh, so that's awesome. But in the natural, we move out and it's in the middle of, middle of COVID. And, uh, you know, our, our finances were still growing and we had a really strong track record. It was awesome. But... Uh, what we didn't fully anticipate was the measure of, um, you know, the whole supply chain shortage that became a reality um, off of that season. And uh, this project took six months longer than it was supposed to and cost quite a bit more. I mean, they were ordering products from all over the world because they just weren't available. You know, so you're waiting on something to come in from Germany or come in from China or Canada and, and uh and our, our builders that we had, kingdom people, they were phenomenal to work with. And they were sending trucks into five surrounding states just to try to get supplies, to get the project finished. But it's one of those things, like once you start, like once you sign a lease, once you, once you engage, like you can't go backwards, right? And so we're in it and it's stretching longer and longer. And we're like, help Jesus. And... Um, and so, uh, you know, we're paying for the, the, the lease, the project, the construction, plus we're still renting the other space because this place isn't done. And uh, so Bethel stepped in, Bethel Redding stepped in to help us uh, bridge that gap. They did it. And then we got into this space and, you know, we've, we've been blessed in so many ways, but Bethel gave us a loan that we then had to pay back to Bethel to bridge that, that time and that construction cost gap. And listen, we had... We had contingencies built in. We had time delays built in. But how many people know COVID took, took normal and flipped it on his head, right? So we had percentages built in. We had all of that stuff. Those things just got blown out and then, and then some. 
So we were able to pay Reading back $430,000 in about nine months, which was, which was amazing, like favor of God, but we had taken a loan to do the building, and so that money was going to Reading, and we were making all of our minimum payments with the bank. We've never missed a payment, just to be clear, but we had gotten into this arrangement with the bank where they, they said, they looked at our history and said, listen, uh, we know you're growing, we know you don't have your own space, but we'll loan you this money when you get into the space and start fully operating as a church, and over the course of the first year, you're able to pay us back a significant chunk, that will be your good faith uh, payment, and then we will refinance the rest for you over you know, at least three, if not five year term, but we had to pay a bunch of money back to Reading, and so, um, so then that, so that didn't happen with the bank, and so the bank's like, oh, here's what, not, maybe not everyone knows, the bank's okay, you have a year to give us all of our money. And so that full, you know, we started momentum with the, the 865,000, and uh, that's not what, that's accruing interest daily as well. Um, we had till May to pay that off. So we're, so our prayer daily is help Jesus. <laughs> but God is good, amen? Amen, and we just believed and we pressed in and God has brought the significant breakthrough that we're celebrating today. And uh, so I'm gonna go to actually the second slide. If we can go to the giving progress slide, I'll introduce the financial committee in a moment. So this is our giving. You've seen this, you've seen this before. And listen, I'm gonna pause for a moment and say, I don't like talking about building or raising money or any of that stuff. I like talking about the kingdom. Yeah. I like talking about people getting saved and lives being changed and marriages being healed. I like talking about the kingdom. <laughs> but we need a place to gather so that we can effectively do the kingdom. And so, you know, I just told you a, a, the brief story of our dynamic, like we need, we need a place to gather, and this is the reality of you know what we've been praying into and pressing into and and uh, and going after. Um, so we want to be able to close close that chapter so that we can focus fully on the kingdom. Uh, but here's the update of where we are. If you've been with us for a while, you know um, back in in June we launched this momentum. Um, the fundraising for the 865 that was the uh, outstanding balance on the, the loan for the, the build out. And uh, Bethel Reading kicked us off at that time with a $200,000 gift, which was amazing. And then you all, since that time, have, have raised, um, brought in $147,000 since that time. And that's pre what we just celebrated today and with this most recent donation of 524,000. Thank you, Jesus. Now, now that, that leaves us, if you see the green box at the end, the payoff balance, if we could pay it off um, today or by the end of the year, <laughs> come on, that it. Listen, it's, it's 39,000. Now, as you see at the bottom, it says remaining pledges, 57,800, 57,800. That is right through May, and interest accrues every day. So it's like, it's one amount if you paid off today, it's another amount if you paid off in February, it's another amount if you paid off in, in May, because interest accrues every day. But if we were able, and listen, that, that um, we just we just took that balance seven hundred and thirty something thousand dollars to the bank, paid it off. So we literally, if we could give them a, uh, a check of thirty nine thousand dollars, it would close the loan. We would be we would be done. We would be done and not have to worry about interest accruing or any of that other stuff. So um, that's what we're gonna we're gonna go after today and for the rest of the year. Now listen, those pledges are out there, but we're believing it's good stewardship, does not pay interest, if you could close it off today. Amen. And we believe that it closes that chapter and allows us to go after and focus on the kingdom. Yeah. Come on, thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> um, 
Thank you, Jesus. I wanna, um, I wanna highlight, can we go to the momentum slide? There's, we've been going after some things in the spirit, and what I'm, what I'm just gonna be interjecting this morning is talking about alignment, but we've been going after some things in the kingdom, and we've had a, an amazing series of events, and so uh, it, up there it says, we dedicated to increase giving to Israel. So we give every month, but God had stirred on Renee's heart and then my heart and then the, then the team confirmation that we were to prioritize and increase giving to Israel. And this was before the war broke out. We didn't, obviously, no one knew that was coming. We didn't know, but God started stirring it in our heart. Now, it doesn't say it up there, but also we've been going after prayer we, have, we set Saturday nights aside to be like, yo, we're having great services, but we're supposed to sow those into prayer. So we have Saturday night prayer. We have prayer before service for a few minutes to stir the atmosphere in the room. Um, us as a staff, we're going after prayer. We have been going after prayer and alignment. And part of that was having hearts to hear. And God started talking about Israel. So we dedicated... In our hearts, we say, God, um, and you know, I just gave you the, the blip on our on you know the financial dynamic, like we need a miracle to pay the bank, you know, by May. But we said, God, we don't know what's gonna come in for our five-year celebration. But Renee and I said, we want to tithe. We're dedicating to tithe. Whatever comes in for the five-year, we're gonna tithe to Israel. And we we made that dedication. If you were here, um, we we went into the Sunday morning of our five-year conference. We were $7,000 short of even making just our budget to put on the event, let alone be able to bless, bless speakers. I, I told this group, I told you guys that, I said, listen, we need help. Let's press into this. And we went from 7,000 behind to 23,000 surplus on our budget. And we were able to bless, bless the speakers and our guest worship leaders. And we were able to, to give a tithe off of that to Israel. Well, right off the, the day that we that we sent the, the payments to Israel, a ten thousand dollar check came in the offering. Listen, alignment brings breakthrough, and the ten thousand dollar check we gave God thanks for that. Thank you, Father. In faith, we stepped out and said, God, we we're going to give this to Israel. The amount that we gave was uh, ten thousand and something, ten thousand two hundred dollars or something like that. And then we got a $10,000 check in the, in the offering that day. We gave God thanks for that. About a week later, um, a, a precious lady shows up at the offices and says, hey, I would like to give a donation to Ann at the front desk. Can I, can I give that to you here? And Ann says, yeah, sure, I would love to I'd take that. I could take that for you. She says, okay, I just need to pull up my car. So she pulls up her car and she gets a dolly out and puts a box on a dolly and wheels in a dolly and it's, uh, it's 800 ounces of silver, like physical silver bars and coins. And we're like tearing up. We're like, God, you're pouring out in response. And we gave God thanks. We're like, God, the silver precedes the gold. And what we give thanks for in the kingdom releases more breakthrough. We just, as a staff, we just gave God thanks for that. <laughs> and then uh, uh, two weeks after that, the, this check of $524,200 came in the offering. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> but the good news is he's not done. <laughs> Come on. O o alignment and obedience releases breakthrough. And what started as a one bump and then it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, but we as a team really feel like that it is corporate. Not just for the house, there's gonna be breakthrough over households and businesses. Thank you, Jesus. And it's here, it's here this, this morning. Can we put up um, the financial advisory committee slide real quick before we go into the debt? 
Bree. We have a, we have a team that we've mentioned them uh, before in various places, but these are guys that have been helping us navigate this season. They are not on staff intentionally, but they are respected business people uh, in the realm of uh, business and finance, respected, successful people that carry kingdom wisdom, know the word, and they've been helping us navigate this season. Can I have our financial advisor? We have Michael Earlbrecht, Chad Owen. Can you guys just stand up? Laura, Laura Locke, yeah, Chad, Chad and Michael, you guys come on up here. Laura Locke and Alexi K, come on, there's, yeah, and Laura's in the back there. Yeah, we bless you guys. We're gonna have, at the end, we'll have you guys come up and they're gonna be a part of the fire tunnel, financial breakthrough tunnel and pray over you guys. Can I get one of those microphones? Um, yeah, but uh, I just wanna have uh, Michael say a word and then I'm gonna have Chad lead us in prayer for, for breakthrough uh, to be able to close the door on this loan. So, yeah. Well, good morning. And um, yeah, the advisory committee is just that. It's advising. We don't make decisions, but uh, each of us with our own relationship with the Lord, with what we understand in the word and the experience we have, you know, navigating finances ourselves. We provide that sounding board and insight and counsel to the decision makers in the house. Uh, it's important to know they're seeking this out. This isn't a requirement, but they're looking for that counsel, that abundance of, of counselors provide wisdom. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus has a lot to say about our individual relationship with money. Yeah. Right? Come um, on. Uh, John, let's know, Luke 16, uh, he calls it uh, ungodly mammon or unrighteous mammon, right? It's this worldly financial system and currency that we have to navigate while we live in this age, okay? And how we do that says a lot about where our heart's trust is anchored and what our values are. And I can tell you in this house and in all of our seasons, I know Chad's story, seasons of breakthrough are preceded by seasons of repentance and prayer. That's how, that's how breakthrough comes. You have to change the way you think from what the world says are smart financial decisions to how the kingdom works. And if you commit into that and pray into that and change your mind, then you see God show up. So uh, we, we just honor the leaders of this house for having the humility to seek outside counsel and experience. So we're, we're privileged to have them. Come on. We got, a, we got a slide. Thank you, Michael, so much. If you could put that, the last slide up. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Chad, Chad Owen, he's, he's uh, great with money, successful in business, but he's also a man of faith, and he's also extremely prophetic. And uh, he stirred in us a declaration from the beginning when we were even leaving out of Antioch, that we would be debt-free debt in 23. And uh, to, to be honest, some of us were like, okay, really, but he kept on this thing of like, no, this can happen, God can do anything, and, and how many people know faith releases more faith? And like, part of breakthrough in your life is who you surround yourself with. But he just carried this thing, and then he brought the rest of us on board, like, yes, like, you're right, God can do this, right? But we're still like, how's this gonna happen? And then with this last, last gift, all of a sudden we are realizing we're actually on the door of seeing that declaration come to pass. And so uh, on your bulletin up there, listen, if you wanna partner with us between now and the end of the year to be able to, to raise that final amount so that we can close the chapter, then we'd love for you to be able to do that. Chad's gonna uh, share a thought and, and pray into that with us. And there's um, Shane who, who runs our, our finances and, and Kim, um, uh, our financial and bookkeeper. She, they're gonna be out at the table um, to answer questions if you have questions for them in the lobby. But I wanna turn it over to Chad to release that faith over all of us. So come on. I would love to do that. Um, one of my favorite things in life is I call myself a fear killer. I don't want people to be afraid. And that's how I live my life. Uh, sometimes it does get me in more trouble than um, I want to be in. And so thank God for my wife for keeping me alive. But we, we will be debt-free 
and 23. As a matter of fact, we will be debt free today. Come on. And I'll explain why. Very rarely do I ever tell a pastor you're wrong. Come on. It's not going to be by May. It's not going to be end of the year. It's going to be today. Come on. So I'll explain how. But I'm going to share with you a little bit of prosperity gospel. And the, the thing is, is unfortunately, the church kind of abused that. But I looked up prosperity. It says the condition of being successful and thriving. What is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that prosperity gospel. But the problem is, is most people think prosperity and wealth have to do with money. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with a mindset. And so what I want to share with you is, this morning I woke up, financial freedom gives you the freedom from fear. I don't know if I've ever met anybody that has been in debt or has not had enough money to live off of that hasn't had some sort of fear. So if you have fear, it's hard to have joy. If you don't have joy, it's hard to love. So I think we need to get rid of this financial fear. Good word. Okay. So that being said, the let's uh, let, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Okay. So here's the thing: for the rest of the year, I think we need to focus on telling our money what to do, not letting it tell us what to do. But to do that, you have to tell your time what to do, or it will tell you what to do. So I think we really need to focus on this because remember, you guys see me wear the shirt. Failure is not an option. If I'm scared, perfect love casts out fear. If I'm tired, basically it goes into when we are weak, because I've been weak and tired a lot the past couple years, a lot, overwhelmed with it at times. Sometimes I'm pulling 80-hour work weeks, and it's very tiring. But it says, when we are weak, he is strong. When I don't know something, I have the mind of Christ. So when I think about this, failure is not an option. So what I would like to say, there's a rumor floating around, and I think we need to really take care of this today. There's a rumor floating around that there's a $20,000 match to whatever the church gives today. Okay? So let's make sure you think this. If we have 500 people... It's only $78 a person, okay? That's at a full 40000 So I think most people can give up coffee for a couple weeks and take care of this today. So why don't we just, when we get a chance right now, whatever it is, take out your phone, scan that. We got to do, there you go, right there. Cash is always good. Cash, kids that aren't good, they don't behave well, we'll take them as well. But that goes against everything, doesn't it? <laughs> You're doing you know good. You're doing Let, good. Let's be sure we take care of this today. Because I know for a fact, being really close to the team, the executive team here today, their heart and soul is in this, and there's no retreat. The kingdom never retreats. And therefore, I would think we don't retreat because last I checked, we're all part of the kingdom. Yeah. So let's tell our money what to do today. So it can further the kingdom. $20,000 match, that means we only need to give $50 per person. Let's just go crazy and give $100 per person. That's not difficult. Trust me, it has worked time and time and time again in my life. You guys know this, we were $150,000 in credit card debt and God took care of it just like that. This was in the middle of the time my daughter at 12 years old had a brain aneurysm, was in the hospital for 43 days. My wife found out she had skin cancer. I had throat surgery. I was trying to build a business all at this time and the Lord took care of it. And I'll tell you what, there was a lot of opportunity for, for fear. So if you're starting to feel fear, fear for me is the direction to go. Obstacles for me are the direction to go because the reality is God will never sit there and go, you stink, you're no good, you're never going to make it. That's fear. So that's the enemy. So that means that's the direction I need to go. So if you're feeling fearful, let's get this taken care of right now. Let's just knock it out. So Lord, I just pray for faith and love and hope. I pray pray for supernatural courage that we take care of this right now today and just a clarifying statement Joaquin and Renee did not know about the $20,000 match they did not know I was going to be doing this this is why I rarely get the microphone because (laughs) I do things without permission but 
forgive me if I'm wrong. So, Lord, I continue to pray blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Everybody here, supernatural favor that they're, they're giving is way beyond anything pertaining to money. It's pertaining to health. It's pertaining to wealth. It's pertaining to relationships. It's pertaining to the capacity for us to love people. Mm-hmm. And just pray supernatural favor in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Leilani. Yeah, bless these guys. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Father. The website. It's, you can also go to the website. <laughs> Bethel Austin website. It's probably a forward slash something. You'll find it. Go to Bethel Austin. Momentum. That's it. Forward slash momentum. You'll find it. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, I, I'm just going to read a couple of verses. Stacy, why don't you come up here? Uh, Amy, why don't you uh, come up here as well? And we're just going to see. Um, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> I'm just going to read a couple of verses. I'm going to have to share. We, we don't have time to do everything that was planned. We got lots of time. <laughs> we got... Uh, we got eternity, but before the children get released, we have only so much time. Um, <laughs> alignment, alignment. The, the, listen, the mind of Christ brings alignment. alignment. <clears throat> Prayer in Christ brings alignment. And obedience in Christ brings alignment. I'm just going to read some verses. I'm just going to, we're not going to worry about the message. Thank you. God bless you. For Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Listen, it's not God's job to line up with us. It's our job to line up with God. And I and I, and I want to speak some vision. There's some things that we are going after as a house that we, are, that we are putting a stake in the ground and that we are a house of worship, but we're also a house of prayer. Yeah, and uh, the five year, that was one of the things, house of worship, house of prayer, we are going after those things. But the mind of Christ, we are going after the identity of heaven being established in Austin, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we should get a bigger shout on that. The identity of heaven being established in Austin, Texas. Listen, where Austin is a forerunner, a conduit of thought, and it has been a conduit of worldly thought too often, but there is a shift coming where Austin, Texas is gonna be a conduit of godly kingdom thought and intention and identity. Listen, the alignment of heaven, our perspective does not define reality. His does. Marriage is between a man and a woman, period. There are two genders, period. Come on. Listen, the kingdom of righteousness will be established. On our corporate and our corporate agreement, our yes and our amen. I have a lot more to say, but you get the point. (laughs) We're going after the establishment of righteousness collectively together. Prayer prayer brings alignment. Prayer brings alignment. Second Chronicles 714. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. How many people think this land could use some healing from heaven? That promise, powerful, beautiful, transformational, regional transformation from heaven starts with if my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. 
Okay, I'll try over here. <laughs> when, we, when we come together and pray, when we get on our knees to pray, when we set ourselves to seek his face, things shift in the heavenlies. Breakthrough comes. How many people know prayer changes things? Prayer changes things. <clears throat> so much more I could say on that. But, but obedience. Listen, prayer changes things, but it's not just enough to pray. You have to pray and respond to heaven, to the prompting, to the leading of the Father. If we want transformation, we need to receive the mind of Christ, agree in righteousness and holiness. We need to pray down heaven, and then we need to respond when he moves. We need to respond to him speaking. Listen, we need to respond to him whispering. Jesus our example said, I only do what I see the Father doing. That we have the ability to respond in obedience. Prayer changes things. I'm gonna have Stacy share a testimony in prayer in just a second. But we have a, we have a video, as I mentioned. Hope, before they start the video, this is just our, our staff praying for you. Like we gather as a staff, we pray. But I just, speaking this message, I'm like, I would just love the people just to see the team just go into, go into battle for you, praying. But I do have to tell you, I'm the one holding the iPhone, so unfortunately you can hear my voice. <laughs> so just ignore that part, right, and pay attention to the anointing, not to my singing <laughs> or lack thereof, right? Um, but I just, can you just play that video of our, our staff just, and this is just a clip of an hour long hour and a half long meeting. Told you. <laughs> Thank you. You have the heart of Jesus back there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, come on, I wanna ask you in joining us as we set our faces to pray and go after transformation in this city and in this region. Listen, Saturday night prayers have been on fire. 
How many people have been coming to Saturday night prayers? Just like the presence, the fire, the declarations, people are on their face, people having encounters, opening up the atmosphere over this city. It's been on fire. Listen, we also start before service. We open up five minutes before just to pray and to just cover the sanctuary. We pray over the people still coming in for salvations and miracles. Listen, I want to ask you to show up five minutes early and to press into heaven together. I got any prayer warriors in the room? Any, any people who like to press in, who like to pray? For 20%, 30%, like, come on, how many people love to pray? Believe that prayer changes things. And then the last thing is community. Listen, if one can put 1,000 to flight, two 10,000. And if, and if two 10,000, then a whole group, hundreds of thousands, right? And that's what we're going after. And it, that is not flesh and blood. That is, that is spirits and principalities of the atmosphere clearing out the airwaves so heaven can invade. But listen, listen, community, let's be intentional about going after heaven in worship and prayer being a people of the word, but let's go after community intentionally. Like get in a life group if you're not. Get on a serve team, connect somewhere, find people that you're connecting arm in arm with, that you're actually doing life with. Not just showing up at service, but they know about your kids. They know about your prayer requests. They know about the needs. They know about the victories and the breakthroughs and you are doing life and that we're putting hundreds of thousands to flight together. Come on, can I get an amen to that? Come on, uh, Stacy's got a, a, a prayer testimony and then Amy's got uh, just, she takes our teams out to the streets, the obedience factor. So they're both gonna share and then we're gonna pray over everyone. Amen. Well, I love that Michael Erwick said that breakthrough is preceded by repentance and prayer. And it's so true. And so my testimony, actually, I can't even go all the way back, but it started with Renee's message of radical obedience. And I began to search my own heart because if you heard that message, she talked about Bob Jones and a word that was spoken to him that if there, if there were a people without mixture, he would pour out, God would pour out his presence without measure. And I began to search my own heart. And I was like, God, I don't want to be one with mixture. And it was a season of that, of pressing in. And then I heard Bill Johnson's um, sermon on food for the fight. Food in the fight, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's about spiritual warfare. And he was talking about our words announce where we're going. And our words attract presence. And we get to choose what presence that is. You've heard him say that, you know, if God inhabits our praises, who is inhabiting our complaints? And so we, Renee and I, got together on a Thursday morning, and we were praying over this property, and we began to walk and pray, and it was a beautiful time of prayer, and that mess, I mean, all of it just came bubbling up, and I said, Renee, we are to announce over Bethel, Austin, where we are going. And I remember we were right back here. We were walking behind this building and I felt the momentum of heaven just come behind us. And we began to declare that the debt would be paid off in Jesus' name. And we have all prayed that, but it was something different in that moment. And Renee began to pray over each one of you and she was naming names. And I'm telling you, your businesses are about to increase. If you are a business owner, expect contracts to come in that you have not been expecting. And we were declaring heaven opened over our finances. And so it was such a beautiful time of declaration. And in that message that Bill Johnson talks about, he talks about um, honey in the carcass when Samson killed the lion. And he was talking about receiving nourishment and strength in your assignment. My assignment is to bring defeat to the enemy. <laughs> The enemy that taunts the living God, that's my assignment. And I wanna stand in that place and declare heaven's breakthrough over you because that is what we're receiving. And then fast
fast forward to this check coming in and Renee and I'm looking at dates and I, uh, I asked my husband because he got an email actually asking for, he's over the finances, he got an email asking for what the payoff was. And I said, babe, what, what day did that email come into you? It was the day <laughs> that Renee and I were walking all over this property praying and the strength of heaven just coming behind us. And so I want to, to declare to you that your, your words announce breakthrough. Your words have power. Come on. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a couple more people share in a, in a minute. You, if we can go get your kids and then you can come through uh, the, the financial breakthrough just family breakthrough tunnel all together if you want. But like I said, Amy uh, leads our, our team, co-leads our teams of Sajola that go out into the streets and see breakthrough every week, incredible stuff. But it's that obedience piece, prayer and respond. And listen, if you're looking for a place to connect, if you're looking for a place to grow your faith, to be stretched in a safe place with people who can bring you along on that journey, the outreach teams might be the place to do it. So. Why don't you share some recent good news with us? Yeah, so God has just been doing the most incredible stuff, you guys. I mean, it's always amazing, but something about this last week has just been incredible. So yesterday, we sent a team to Walmart, and there was a, a lady in a scooter that they started praying over. She had osteoarthritis, and she was in like a ton of pain, like from head to toe. So they're praying over her. She gets healed, all her pain leaves. She gets up out of her scooter. <laughs> Come on. I'm not, There's so I'm much not sure. I'm not sure they just heard what you said. Can you repeat that last line again? So all her pain leaves and she gets up out of her scooter. <laughs> from the team's like, hey, this lady just got healed and got out of her scooter. So he starts just like ignoring the phone call he's on. They pray for him. He gets healed. They share the gospel. He gives his life to Jesus. <laughs> there was another scooter healing too. So three... <laughs> scooter healings yesterday and then another person gave their lives to Jesus yesterday. <laughs> Wednesday myself and another one of the leaders went to a tire shop and she got a word of knowledge that um, one of the workers there had back pain. He did. She starts praying over him. He gets healed. And then all of a sudden, all these workers are like coming out of the woodwork, lining up for prayer. We're praying over them. Backs are getting healed. Shoulders are getting healed. They're like feeling heat and electricity. They're like shocked at like what's going on. Some of them already knew Jesus, but they didn't really obviously know the Holy Spirit. So then we share the gospel with an 18 year old boy and he ends up giving his life to Jesus. So between the last three, between the last like eight days, it's a total of seven people that have prayed to receive Jesus and a ton of people got healed. Yeah. Yeah. So like Joaquin said, you know, if you're looking for community, if you're looking for just growth, um, the Bible says go into all the world and, and preach the gospel. And so all God needs is your yes. All God needs is your yes. And we meet every, almost every Saturday at 10 a.m. in the offices. So come join us. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Let's do this. If we can get our team, our financial advisory committee, our, our core ministry leader team up here, we're going to start to prayer this tunnel. Listen, what we're believing for is corporate breakthrough. That something will jump on you and that there will be a shift. And if you need to grab your kids and bring them back in, you can do that. We're going to have two more people share real short. 
And then we're gonna, we're gonna release that blessing over you. If you can't stay, the testimony of Jesus is still the spirit of prophecy. You, you get it anyway. <clears throat> yeah, any, any of our ministry leaders that are gonna join and then all those, um, yeah, Amy. So we're gonna have these guys that are up here sharing their testimony uh, join as well. This is Tim, he's had some breakthroughs in his business that he wants to share with you as a testimony. We moved here in 2018, and part of moving here was because we had about an 18-month business drought where there was almost no income coming in. The whole year of 2017, the first half of 2018, we moved to New Braunfels because I got a job in San Antonio at a health system. And the first week that we were here and wrote our first tie check to Bethel, our business took off like a rocket. And then uh, this year, 2023, we started the year with another business drought for about 10 months. And in October, that broke after much prayer and of course, repentance. Um, that broke and in, in October, we got three contracts for our healthcare company worth about $2.1 million. And opportunities are coming and beating on our door every day. Come on, thank you, Shane. Okay, last thought, Shane wants to share and then we're gonna- I just felt while we were in worship, if there's anyone here that you feel like you're, you have some debt and you feel like you made a mistake or you did make a mistake or in some way you felt like you haven't handled money that well, God wants to release you from that condemnation in Jesus' name. And he wants to release you from that debt. God releases us from debts that were mistakes. We need to hear that, right? Come on. He released us from sin and, and those, those mistakes. And so God wants to release you today. I wanna to encourage you as you come through this tunnel to be released from that condemnation in Jesus' name. Come on. There is a shift, a shift, a season shift upon us. And what I felt from the Lord is that even as the world lags behind, that we as the church are called to be the head and not the tail. Listen, it's the way of the kingdom. I oh, come on, I need power of agreement on it. It's the ways of the kingdom that the church would lead the way that the financial shift and breakthrough, the financial climate would shift over the church and over the body of Christ first, and then the city would follow suit. Come on. Father, we declare breakthrough over your people in Jesus' name. Breakthrough over your people, Father, in Jesus' name. We bless you mightily. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.